Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We are in a season that is known as Advent, traditionally a time when Christians looked forward with anticipation for Christmas. At that time when we look forward to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to be reading through a book written by Christopher Ash called Repeat the Sounding Joy, which is actually a reflection or a devotional reflection taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 1 and 2. As together, we look forward to the Lord's coming. Thank you and welcome. Luke 1, 34-35 How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Devotion 7 A Powerful Overshadowing Christmas is a busy time for many of us. Perhaps you've started sighing over the state of your to-do list the packed schedule of social engagements and church events to get through between now and the new year. Every December is the same. Why do we do it to ourselves? I think, in part, it's this. Being busy makes us feel important. Luke 135 describes what is perhaps the most wonderful moment in all of human history. Yet it is a completely hidden moment. Meanwhile, the busy men and women who thought they mattered, the really important and powerful people, like the Roman Emperor and those around him, went about their pressured and so, so important lives completely unaware. They will not have had the faintest idea that somewhere on the distant margins of their empire, something was happening that would change the world forever. Most of what we think about at Christmas is of the utmost triviality. Christmas is about trincel and all things twinkly and superficial. This moment in Luke's Gospel is like none of those things. In answer to Mary's astonished question, Gabriel says that the Holy Spirit will come on her, verse 35. God, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, the one who, along with the Father and the Son, is fully God and has been from all eternity. But what does that mean? Gabriel goes on. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The Most High means the Holy Spirit here. For the Holy Spirit is, in all his divine fullness, the Most High God, just as the Father is the Most High God and the Son is the Most High God. So Gabriel is not telling Mary that two things will happen. He is describing one thing in two ways. But look at the word overshadow. He translates a very unusual word in the scriptures. At the end of the book of Exodus, Moses cannot enter the tent of meeting because the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle and the cloud of God's glory had settled on it. The same word as overshadow. Exodus 40, 34-35 In Psalm 91, God will cover, same word, 
his Messiah with his feathers, so that under God's wings the Messiah will find refuge. Psalm 91 verse 4. At the transfiguration of Jesus, the bright glory cloud covered him and his disciples. Same word, Mark 9 verse 7. It's a word that speaks of the personal presence of God on earth to bring protection to his Messiah and all who belong to him. God the Holy Spirit overshadows Mary and creates in her womb a body, a fully human body, for the Son of God to take upon himself. Here, in this hidden moment, with no spectators, no ultrasound scans, no fanfare, the eternal Spirit of God creates a body for the eternal Son of God to take upon himself our nature that he may save us. Although different words are used in Genesis 1, the imagery reminds us of the Spirit hovering over the shapeless waters to create the world, but now he hovers over the womb of the Virgin to begin the new creation. All down Old Testament history, there were hints that one day God himself would dwell on earth. The tabernacle and later the temple were the clearest of those foreshadowed. The tabernacle and later the temple were the clearest of those foreshadowings. At rare and special times, the glory cloud enveloped, covered, settled, overshadowed the tabernacle and the temple. God himself dwelt on earth. But now, in the womb of Mary, as the Holy Spirit overshadows her, God himself comes in the reality of human flesh and blood to dwell on earth. The letter to the Hebrews says that Christ speaks these words, quoting from the Greek translation of Psalm 40, A body you prepared for me, Hebrews 10.5. This is the miracle on which we meditate today. The Holy Spirit prepares a body for God the Son. God the Son takes upon himself that body, not just the flesh and bones, but the full humanness of a human mind, human emotions, a human will, a human spirit, in order to do the will of the Father and rescue us. This is true humility. Christ took our human nature. Why then do we need to feel important? If we grasp his astonishing humility, we can slow down our frantic activity. We can rest our weary bodies because he took one such mortal body himself. That body, now glorified in resurrection power, is still indwells and will do for all eternity. Same. Behold, the great creator makes himself a house of clay. A robe of human form he takes, forever from this day. This wonder all the world amazed, and shook the starry frame. The host of heaven stood and gazed, then blessed the Saviour's name. Thomas Pestel, 1584-1659 And we pray. Merciful and most loving God, by whose will and bountiful gift, Jesus Christ our Lord humbled himself that he might exalt humankind and become flesh that he might restore in us the most celestial image and was born of the Virgin 
that he might uplift the lowly, grant unto us the inheritance of the meek, perfect us in thy likeness, and bring us at last to rejoice in beholding thy beauty, and with all thy saints to glorify thy grace, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to Grace Point Church podcast today. Join us again tomorrow as we continue in this Christmas series of devotions and as we continue to long for our Lord's return. Even so, come Lord Jesus.